0: You're listening to Front, a podcast brought to you by The Core. My name is Joshua Thomas, a producer with The Core. On today's episode, sports writer Ayaz Bhamen and myself discuss the squad picked to play for India in this year's tournament, the 2023 ICC Cricket World Cup. Hi Ayaz. I hope you're all well and Healthy and fit and all All set for the World Cup to start It feels like it's right upon us It's so close right now Okay, so quickly So the 15-member squad has been announced For India, yes For India, yes And we are also recording now A day after the result of the Asia Cup Which India won So based on their performance there And various other factors What can we expect from the Indian team announced And who do you think should have been Or should have made it to the final squad So I think Joshua
1: these a two-pronged question that you asked me. One is about Asia Cup, how the Indian team has fared. And I thought that India has done extremely well in winning the title. Remember, when the Asia Cup started, it seemed that, you know, there were a few unanswered questions, particularly about the fitness of Jaspreet Bumrah and K.L. Rahul coming back after a long layoff. Also, you know, somebody like Kuldeep Yadav, who had been in and out of the Indian team, hadn't been able to cement his place, so to speak. Would he be able to make an impact? And... As it's turned out, all three questions have been answered in the affirmative. Rahul and Bumrah have come back extremely strongly, showing no stress or strain of their long layoff and you know, no ill effects of the injury. And Kuldeep Yadav ended up being the player of the tournament you know, because he just took wickets in every match that he played and looked sharp, looked in control. At, that's a wonderful progress that India made in this tournament. The batting all came good. Shubman Gill got a 100. Ishan Kishan has batted really well. Virat Kohli's got 100. Roy Sharma has got runs, So, I mean, just about Hardik Pandya has performed marvellously as an all-rounder. Jadeja may be a wit behind, but again, you know, who can doubt his all-round prowess? So, all things considered. And then, let's not forget the pace bowlers. Bumrah, I've mentioned, he did extremely well. Bama Siraj actually did the star turn in the final six for 21. Just completely blew away the Sri Lankan challenge. And then there's Shardul Thakur who picks up wickets every time he comes into bowl. So, all in all, I think it just seems as if You know, in the jigsaw puzzle, all the pieces have been found. And they make a pretty picture right now. It'll give the team a huge boost to go into the World Cup on the back of a major win, in the sense you're winning the Asia Cup title. So, it's not just about beating Pakistan. We beat Pakistan and, you know, it seemed that, oh, that may have been the biggest achievement that you want to do in the Asia Cup. But I thought that the players, you know, stuck it out well and went on to win the tournament. That's always important. So, no injury fears, a victory to back... The efforts and, you know, it couldn't be better. Of course, now we'll have to wait and see how the team fares against Australia in an ODI series, which is just the kind of, it's a launch pad in a way for the World Cup for both the teams. Because after this, there are no more engagements for India. It's still, they get get into the World Cup. The only sore point that one can think of from the Asia Cup, and it's not really a sore point, it's one of those. Shreyas for part of the batting cluster of batsmen, had an injury, so he couldn't play much in the tournament. They're giving him some time to recover. And also Akshar Patel injured himself. So he missed the final, the last match. He's probably going to be fit in a week or so after the Asia Cup final has been played. So, I mean, the final squad, which will be in the World Cup, they've still got a little time. It's in the matches against Australia. over, oh, they can make a change or two. I mean, there was an intriguing hint that Captain Roy Sharma laid down, which he said, oh, but you know, wait and see how Akshar fares and uh, Washington Sundar who was flown in as a cover for Akshar. And then he said we are also in touch with Ravi Chandran Ashwin, which I thought was very interesting. I always felt that Ravi Ashwin is a stellar player in the Indian conditions and maybe he should have found a place. So, it seems that the door is not completely shut on him. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. Also,
0: one quick question about Rohit Sharma as captain what like do you think he's going to be a good captain like what is his kind of credentials or how come he was chosen as the captain for this world
1: well he's been the india captain for the past couple of years
0: so he is obviously he's the
1: incumbent captain so i'm saying rohit sharma i mean he's got actually a fantastic record as a captain not necessarily as an india captain because that's only happened two years back that he's been made india captain though he's in the past captain india in the asia cup and won the asia cup earlier also but he's got five IPL titles to his credit, you know, as captain of Mumbai Indians. And he's widely regarded as one of the guys who reads match situations, game situations extremely well, gets along. In a sense, he's a very genial guy you so know, the team members seem to get along with him very well. And yes, we couldn't win the T20 World Cup last year when he was the captain and we couldn't win the WTC final, that's the World Test Championship final, which was played in England earlier this year. But by and large, I don't think there's any threat to his captaincy or His capacity credentials have diminished, so to speak. But yes, what I can say is that, you know, there's so much anticipation and expectation from the Indian team in this World Cup that the pressure will be on Rohit Sharma. If they start as favourites and don't win, then obviously,
0: you know, there'll be questions asked. Okay. So, there are 10 countries participating in the World Cup this year. What are the other teams looking like? I don't think all of them have been announced. But what are they doing to prepare for the World Cup? They've all been engaged in playing matches here, there or somewhere. For instance,
1: England and New Zealand played matches in England. Australia have been in South Africa playing matches in South Africa, both T20 and ODIs. And the ODIs obviously has a build-up to the World Cup. So, they're going to come here. These have been some really interesting matches. So, England prevailing over New Zealand in a hard-fought contest, 3-1 was the verdict in favour of England in the ODIs. So, they come here on the back of a series win. New Zealand, however, they have lost the series, but they were hardly kind of shamed for that because they put up a stellar fight and they performed really well. The only thing that New Zealand have to worry about is they suffered injuries to a few players. So, how quickly those players recover, somebody like Tim Saudi, who was a very crucial member of the team. He also had an injury. So... That is something that New Zealand will have to bother about. When Australia and South Africa were concerned, actually, we had an upset result. That South Africa went on to beat Australia in the ODI series 3-2. It was, again, a hard-fought series. 3-2 is what South Africa has won. And therefore, I mean, we all accepted that Australia is amongst the strongest teams. And for most people, amongst the top four teams playing this World Cup. It is India, Australia, England and Pakistan. Now, Pakistan have taken a hammering in the Asia Cup, as we know. And they've also had some injuries. But New Zealand have done well and the team which has really done well, impressive in the last, maybe last 3-4 weeks, has been South Africa. To beat Australia is never easy. They did it with aplomb. And therefore, in my opinion, they also emerge as, you know, a team to really watch out for. You may not count them as amongst the top four, but if they get going, they've got, you know, some fantastic players of white ball cricket like Quinton Kock, David Miller, Iden Markram, Rabada, Classen. Keshav Maharaj, this is a team to really watch out for, I feel now. Pakistan and Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka suffering from injuries to key players. Pakistan also, perhaps the worst hit psychologically. Losing to India was one thing, being bumped out of the Asia Cup prematurely, not reaching the final, which everybody expected, has made a big dent in their build-up for the World Cup. And one can see, just reading the kind of stories emerging from Pakistan, that there's a lot of unhappiness and uncertainty in their ranks.
0: And anyone you have as a favourite? Any favourites for the Science? Starting for the World Cup? India would certainly be favourites Because they're yeah. playing home That's a default favourite Default favourite, I think they've been playing
1: really well they won the Asia Cup for instance And it's a very strong, very well-rounded, very talented team With a lot of depth and balance Then there's Australia I mean, they've won the most times the World Cup And a formidable side anywhere, anytime England are currently the defending champions. Again, a very versatile team. And you know, versatility comes with having quality all-rounders. So they've got these kind of players like Mohen Ali and Josh Butler, who keeps wickets and bats. Ben Stokes, perhaps the best player in the world. Liam Livingston, Sam Curran. These are guys who can single-handedly turn the match around. I did mention New Zealand. They were last World Cup's runner-up. And again, a very strong team. Pakistan, of course, I think, boil a little you know, but they have to get back on the rails quickly. They suffered badly during the Asia Cup, a lot of plans went haywire, injuries to key players. You know, I mean Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, they also have to, South Africa, I did mention that they've come along very strongly. Not many people thought South Africa would be a serious threat even about two months back, but now they are emerging as a serious threat because they just seem to have found the momentum and some important players. So, India will start favourites, and then along in that top four-five cluster will be Australia, England, New Zealand, Pakistan. I would say yes because they are also very familiar with subcontinent conditions. But they have to get their players back, you know, the injured players, and find the psychological boost that they they need right now to come good.
0: So it oh. is happening on home the turf
1: thing. this time round. It's
0: happening on home turf
1: for India because the tournament is being played entirely in India. So, the pressure is going to be high on the Indian
0: team. Definitely. The support will be high and the pressure will be higher already. But all in all, very exciting to see the outcome of this World Cup. Yeah, it's a star-studded
1: team and I think there'll be a lot of excitement but there's also a lot of expectation.
0: Next week will be our last episode before the ICC Cricket World Cup kicks off on October 5th. This was the Front Foot Podcast with Ayaz women Do stay connected with more of our coverage at The Core. You can check out our website or sign up to our newsletter at www.thecore.in. That is www.thecore.in. Or follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook as well. If you like the podcast, do share it with friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Have a good weekend